Hello everyone, <laughs> how are you? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Hope you're having a fun Tuesday night. I know that at the very least it is an interesting Tuesday night because I was sitting down getting ready to watch some wildcard baseball when the news dropped. The Dallas Cowboys have released Jalen Smith. We will talk about it. We will talk about why, what it could mean. We will talk about how, in my opinion, this, is, this cannot be just a pure financial move. It simply cannot be just that. We will talk about it. It is just a mind-blowing move for the Dallas Cowboys. Not because the move itself is surprising, but because the timing of the move itself is surprising. So thank you all for joining me tonight for the show. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you share it with your friends. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We are about to break it all down here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. So before we do, uh, let's kick the show off officially. Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Odisha Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Time here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. Make sure for all your Cowboys content needs, for all your Mavericks content needs, uh, and of course, for this Jalen Smith's huge news that they dropped on us just now, make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for everything on your Dallas Cowboys. And of course, we have the show tonight. And wow, yes, the Dallas Cowboys have released Jalen Smith. That, that, those are the news of the day. And as you can see in the chat, something, is anything interesting happening? Asks Mike Crum as he walks into the chat. Wow, those were some big news. Let's try to break it down. The, the, the move itself makes sense. Do we all agree on that? Do we all agree on that the move itself makes some kind of sense? Jalen Smith was not going to remain in the team after the 2021 season because over $9 million were going to be guaranteed, uh, were going to be compromised in, not, not compromised, committed in injury guarantees, excuse me, to Jalen Smith. So the Cowboys were not going to walk into that trap in 2022. We knew that. We knew that Jalen Smith was not going to remain in the team next year. So we knew that at some point, Jalen Smith was not going to be what was going to be released. What is surprising to me is that he did not make it to week five of the regular season. That is what surprises me the most. And that is where I kind of struggle with the fact that this cannot be just about those guarantees. I understand that if they kept him on the roster, those guarantees were going to, you know, lock themselves up. But they did not have to release him after only four weeks. Now, obviously, as Mr. Master Fitness points out in the chat, this maybe has to do a little bit with the fact that Keanu Neal is coming back this week. The Dallas Cowboys have the players... To, to make up for Jalen Smith. Like, 
This is not about the Cowboys going to get someone on the outside. The Cowboys already have the players on the linebacker room that will be starting for this Cowboys team. And for example, if you take a look at Michael Parsons' snap count after four weeks of action, in my opinion, and I know that he has played defensive end at least in week two and week three, that is primarily what he played uh, as. But I think that Michael Parsons' snap count will be more similar to the ones that we saw in week four, 97%. With Jalen gone, I think that will be the new norm for Michael Parsons. Now, Keanu Neal is also coming back to this Dallas Cowboys team, so that makes a lot of sense as well. Now, I mean, those two were your starters for the Dallas Cowboys, Keanu Neal and Michael Parsons. Tell me in the chat, and this is what I want to know because I'm seeing a lot of mixed answers in the chat. Do you agree or disagree with the move to release Jalen Smith after only four weeks of the regular season? Do you agree or disagree with this Cowboys move? Now, I'm just blown away by this news, to be honest with you. Keep in mind that the Dallas Cowboys also have Jarrell Cox in the team, which is an interesting point of view as well. Mining is going with agree. Dallas John will say disagree. Daryl disagreeing. A lot of people are going to have mixed opinions on this. I want to make something clear though. The play, Jalen Smith asked us to watch the tape after the 2020 season. And I think that maybe the Dallas Cowboys watched the tape last year. Maybe they wanted to watch a little bit more of it in 2021. After four weeks, I think that the tape backs up this move. Jalen Smith was not worthy of starting on this Cowboys defense. That is how I feel about Jalen Smith. And I think that the Cowboys players, I think that the Cowboys roster, excuse me, have a lot of players that can be an upgrade at the linebacker position over Jalen himself. So we knew that Michael Parsons and Keanu Neal were your nickel starting linebackers, which is the, basically the new base defense in the NFL. We knew that Leighton Vanderich was at least doing a better job than Jalen, at least in my opinion, and I think that the tape backs it up. We were watching a, Jalen, a, a version of Jalen Smith that was struggling in coverage, that was struggling changing directions, and was not really this athletic freak that we thought he would be when he came to the, into the Dallas Cowboys, when the Cowboys made the bet that he was going to come back from a devastating knee injury and that he was going to be able to look like this athletic freak that he was in Notre Dame. We kind of saw it in 2018 maybe, but since 2019, Jalen Smith has not been that same player. And even in the regular season now in 2021, we have seen that continue with the Dallas Cowboys. So I agree with the move of letting Jalen Smith go. I am just a little bit surprised with the timing of it. And that is why... And this is purely speculating. I, I have to be clear about this. This is purely speculating. But you cannot rule out the possibility of something of additional news coming our way in the, in the near future. Because it is a surprising move. Now, a lot of people saying in the chat, not in the chat necessarily, but also in social media, that this is going to hurt team morale. I don't think it will. I really don't think that Jalen Smith's morale, uh, it brings a lot of morale to the team. He's a popular player, of course. Last week, he was a captain for this Cowboys defense, which makes this even more wild. But I don't think it's a move that is going to hurt 
the spirits of a Cowboys team that is 3-1, and one, that has some other defensive players that are leading the way right now, like Trevon Diggs, like Michael Parsons, and even young ones like Ozo Yizua, for example, even though he's a rookie. I don't think this hurts morale at all. NFL is the ultimate cutthroat business, says Chris. He was not a factor to us for a while now, says Charles Moore. Sends a bad shock to the team, says Chad. I don't think it does. I think that NFL players know better than anyone that this is a meritocracy. This sport, that's how it works. And as, as Chris was saying earlier, this is a cutthroat business. And if you don't perform on the field, you are suspect to getting cut at any point at any moment sometimes leadership and locker room is more valuable says joel wilson and i understand that take but i don't think that the cowboys are letting go it's not like they're letting go maybe ezekiel elliott dak prescott or players like that i'm not entirely sure that jalen smith is as respected as that might imply that is what what i think about now some other some other takes that i don't agree with and pff tweeted this out saying that a creative defensive guru like Brandon Staley from the Chargers could deploy Jalen Smith more advantageously. This is not about Dan Quinn misusing Jalen Smith, in my opinion. This is about what Jalen Smith brings to the team. This is about Jalen Smith's level of play. And it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it sucks because Jalen Smith came into this team with a tremendous story. He was the ultimate comeback story in the NFL. But does his play match that? I don't think it does. So it sucks for Jalen. I mean, from a, from a person's standpoint, you got to love Jalen Smith and his story. But man, I did notice he was low in the game, says Hilbert. He definitely was. He was not as agile. He was not as athletic. He was struggling again with a change of direction. In coverage, he was struggling. That screenshot that became a meme of Jalen Smith, you know, jumping for the pass when he was nowhere near the play. I mean, you look at it and it's kind of funny. And you think that hey, it was a bad play for Jalen. But this was a constant in Cowboys games. Jalen Smith was struggling week in and week out. And maybe he had some moments here and there. But I don't think that it was enough to make us believe that he's a better option than Keanu Neal, than Michael Parsons, than LV, and maybe even, you know, taking the risk of developing Jeril Cox is, is even more worthy for the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe that's an even better option, even though Cox is not going to have that super high level of play right now as a rookie, you want to see him develop with the Cowboys defense. He's still getting a paycheck from us regardless, says Manny Ramos. And even though that is true, should that influence the Cowboys' decision-making? Because it was a bad contract. It was such a bad contract that the reports are out there are telling us that the Cowboys tried to make a trade happen and no team in the NFL was interested in it. Does that, is that a surprise at all? It really isn't. I think that if you're paying attention to the Cowboys season, it really shouldn't be a surprise that the Cowboys were not able to get any other team interested in a trade. The Cowboys had to let him go. 
But again, what is surprising to me is that it came, it came so soon in the regular season. Because even though you don't feel like he's a starter anymore, you might see him fit as a, as a depth player. But man, Sick hasn't performed until last two weeks and was awful last year, says Joel Wilson. Uh, Robert says it's going to backfire on the Cowboys. And by the way, because I think that this is a, a something that we cannot forget about. Uh, Gilbert says, I feel bad for him, but he's still a millionaire. And I understand that he did pay six figures to change his number from number 54 to number nine. So at least he has that. Uh, at least he's, he has money to pay for that. Jalen, the 10-yard tackle king, let's move forward, says Chava Vargas. And that is also accurate. Like, if your argument in favor of Jalen Smith is that he led the team in tackles last year, you got to understand by now that those tackles meant nothing if they happen 7, 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. Shane Carter from ADC Sports Dallas, by the way, he will surely have an article up on the site soon. Shane says, with the team running a primarily nickel defense, the numbers of snaps didn't justify what he was being paid, says Shane Carter. If it's not broken, don't if it's not broke, don't fix it, says Joel Wilson. But I think that the point here is that Jalen Smith's play was indeed broke. Parsons is ready and, revit, uh, and revitalizes the defense, says Ricky Parker. I don't like that Dallas owe him $7 million, says Lequan. And again, I understand the frustration. And I, there's no way of justifying the contract that the Cowboys front office handed to Jalen Smith. There's no justifying that. But... Your decision-making, this is like the sunk cost fallacy, right? This is like the sunk cost fallacy. Not because you have already paid him means that you still need to make the bad decision of playing him, which is similar to what we talked about with, for example, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Not because Sick is a 90 million running back in the team, on the team, not because that is the case, he's going to get 100% of the snaps instead of letting Tony Pollard get involved in the offensive game as well. Jalen had to play the middle of the field and was a little slow, says Gentile. Uh, Bobby says, how is there no justifying his contract two of the last three years? Jalen Smith was one of the 100 best players in the NFL. Was he, though? In 2018, maybe he was. In 2019, he was not. In 2020, he wasn't. Definitely not. I'm, I'm not sure if by the 100 best players in the NFL, we mean the NFL 100, which I understand like it is a fun thing to follow and a fun, uh, you know, list to watch. But we know that this NFL 100 list has close to zero credibility. That is where I stand, to be honest, with the NFL 100 list. Year after year, we saw that we see that this list make no sense in a lot of positions. Far from top 100, says David Quesada, and I 100% agree. Smith was not and had not been good since 2018, which is his best year with the Dallas Cowboys. As long as they keep Banderich next year, says Joel Wilson. I, I, I honestly don't think that he was one of the best 100 players in the NFL. Some of the few arguments that you can make in favor of Jalen, again, is his tackles total, which 
make, makes no sense in my opinion since those tackles were happening way beyond the line of scrimmage. I don't think it affects the boys much, says uh, Andy Campos in the chat. And I agree with Andy. I don't think that it really affects the Cowboys a lot going forward. The Cowboys have their linebackers. Your starting linebackers in week one were Michael Parsons and Keanu Neal. Those were your starting nickel linebackers. Nickel is a new base defense in the NFL. Leighton Vanderich is a better player right now than Jalen. Jarrell Cox might not be, but if you develop him the right way, he potentially will be. And Jarrell Cox had a good preseason, so I'm looking forward to seeing how much Dan Quinn involves him going forward. But I don't think that you, I, I don't think that, man, Bobby says 2019, number 61. In 2020, he was ranked number 88. This list is put, put together by players and coaches. And with all due respect to the NFL players and coaches, even though they are, those lists make a lot of, you know, those lists have no credibility. And we have seen this time and time again. And we can go look for examples if you want. But I, I wouldn't use the NFL 100 list as an argument, to be honest with you. But I understand where Bobby is coming from, though. Uh, Gilbert Rodriguez says, Years ago, I was told there's always somebody else waiting to take your place. Good luck, Jalen. Dead weight gone, says Johnny Huerta. Parsons, LVE, Neil, and Cox will be fine. Also, let's not forget, we also have Jaron Kears playing at a high level right now. He's a big-bodied safety that can also drop into the box as a dime linebacker, says TC. And Dan Queen has actually played a lot of this, what he calls big nickel defensive package, in which he has three safeties on the field. Um, and maybe with Donovan Wilson coming back soon, maybe from injury, not this week, but maybe in a few weeks, you will have Donovan Wilson, Jaron Kears, Demonte Cassie, and Malik Hooker to play freely in potential in a potential formation like the one TC915 is mentioning in the chat. These big nickel defenses, as Dan Quinn was calling them, with three safeties over there. Parson looks better at defensive ends as Joe Wilson. I think, however, that he will go back to linebacker once uh, we get closer to Demarcus Lawrence's return. And he might play around. Like Michael Parsons tweeted out today that he's tired of being asked his position, that he just wants to play football. Now, here's a tweet from Jason from OverTheCap.com. And I think that it's a good tweet. Jason tweeted out, I can understand that Dallas did not know who they may or may not draft, but if you are considering replacing a guy at a generally replaceable position, you do not let $7.2 million become guaranteed as a safety net especially on a team with salary cap issues, says Jason over the cap. So not really against the decision of letting go Jalen Smith, but just having him on the, on the roster in the first place. Like in, in hindsight, and I know that hindsight is uh, 10 for 10, but the Dallas Cowboys should not have kept Jalen Smith on this roster maybe. But I, I mean, I understand that. The Cowboys wanted a cornerback maybe in the draft. So that is the reason why. Parson is better at linebackers, says Sik Porras. Uh, can't wait to have Donovan Wilson back. He's so underrated. Man. <laughs> All right. Listen, I understand the frustration. And I will read this comment because I understand how, um, how frustrated the fan base can be from time to time. Janet says... 
Screw all of your opinions. They are doing great right now. He has been the leader of the defense and just watch what happens. I hope it's good, but he's getting paid until next year anyway. Why not keep a good thing going? They were in sync together. Stupid. I understand where Janet is coming from. I understand their frustrations. I understand that the Dallas Cowboys have a good thing going. But leader of the defense? I'm not sure about that. The guy played in 56% of the snaps. And that is, keep this in mind, he has played in 56% of the snaps of the season. And that is with Michael Parsons playing at defense event for at least two weeks primarily. That is without Jalen Smith on this team. Jalen is not really a leader of the defense. Maybe he was named captain versus the, versus the Panthers last week. But a guy that is playing 56% of the snaps, even with some injuries or moves at the linebacker position, is not truly that important, in my opinion. Trucker's life says he was the weakness of the defense. I kind of agree more with Trucker, though, at that, than with the other comment. Again, I understand the frustration, and I, uh, I mean, I know that she said that screw all of your opinions, but I know that, you know, it is coming out of frustration. I, I, don't, I don't really mind at all. But what I'm trying to say is that Jalen Smith has a very big name, known by many, many NFL fans. But that is not the guy that many fans think he is. He is not the player that many fans think he is, in my opinion. Actually, if you look at the film, Parsons has been the leader when he's playing linebacker, says Jay Hill. I'm, I, I will disagree with that. I will disagree with that as well. Can we sign Randy Gregory to a contract now? It says D-Town. <laughs> Listen, I, I, if we turn on the 2018 tape, maybe that is the case. 2021, Jalen Smith has been struggling, just like he did in 2020 and just like he did in 2019, but maybe we did not notice as much. I don't think the Cowboys will release Leighton Vanderich. I realize that this is a conversation in the chat right now. How much will this affect the cap moving forward, says Jeffrey uh, Milby. More, more than anything, this impacts the cap in 2022. It really does not have a lot of impact in 2021. They will still owe him the money. They owe him seven, over $7 million for this season alone. But if they kept him on the roster for 2022, you were going to have over $9 million in injury guarantees tied up to Jalen Smith. So the Cowboys wanted to avoid that. Definitely. Still, the timing, a little bit weird. Does Jalen going to a division rival make that team better? I do not know the answer to this, says whatever it takes. Honestly, I don't think. I don't think it does. I don't think that him going to the, to the Washington football team should be a concern. I don't think that him going maybe to the Giants. The Giants lost Blake Martinez. And in their first game without Blake Martinez, they allowed 170 yards versus the New Orleans Saints. And Crowder looked just bad replacing Blake Martinez. And the Cowboys have a game up next versus the Giants. So they might want to make that playbook sort of move that we see in the NFL from time to time. I don't think it would work out for them. Now, I don't think that... Raul says maybe Jalen was a cancer in the locker room. I wouldn't want to speculate on that specifically because the Cowboys made him a captain last Sunday. But I, 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 I'm not ruling out that something else could come up in the next few days or in the next few weeks just because of the timing of, of the move. 
Beanie asks, do you think we're moving Parsons back to linebacker even though he's been having success on the edge? I think that at some point, he will be back at linebacker mainly. I think he will do a little bit of everything as the seasons go on and as his career go on, goes on. But I think that in 2021, at some point, he will be back at linebacker as his primary position. And as I think that TC right here is the, is the thing. His story is amazing, but Jalen, the player, is not the same as this story. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Jalen's going to New York, Washington, or Green Bay, says Joel Wilson. I can see Jalen in New England. Bill wanted to draft him, says TC915. But Bill Belichick, if Bill Belichick wanted to, to, to draft him, he wanted to draft the 2016 version of Jalen Smith, which was the maybe he puts together a comeback Maybe once he makes the comeback, he is the same athletic freak that he was in college. But I think that by now, Bill Belichick has also watched the tape. And I think that most NFL teams have watched the tape. I'm not saying that Jalen will not get an opportunity elsewhere. He might do it. But I don't think, again, that he's a player that many people think he is. I, I, I'm not sure what, what Jalen's made people passionately saying that he looks good on tape are saying that is what I, what I where I stand at and I know it's a controversial topic Whew. the fifth year option the Cowboys declined on Leighton Vanderich and this is from Joel Corey was for 9.14 million dollars that's $55,000 less than what Jalen Smith's 2022 base salary was going to be I wonder if Smith being around in 2022 was the plan when the decision with Banderish's option was made. The Cowboys were at least considering it. They had to be considering it. Good tweet from Joel Corey as well. Bill is smarter than that, LOL, says Dallas Junk. Wayne says, liability or not, you don't just let him walk without receiving something in return. But why would you release him unless there is something we don't know, like a legal problem, says Wayne. We cannot rule out anything. We cannot rule out anything. However, the Cowboys were never going to get something in return for Jalen Smith. NFL teams rarely trade for players with huge contracts. And according to reports out there, the Cowboys were actually willing to eat up a chunk of Jalen Smith's contract in order to get rid of him via a trade. But NFL teams were never going to give you something in return for Jalen Smith. Again, because he's struggling. Because he's not the same player that he was in 2018. He will definitely be on another squad within the next week, though, says TC. That might be true. We couldn't trade Jalen, says James. And knowing Jerry and how he treats the players he likes, this will be the best for Jalen, signing with a new team right now. Jerry has proven that cap money doesn't drive his decisions too often times. LBE will be starter somewhere else next season, says David G. I'm not entirely sure that David Green, uh, that, that Leighton Vanderish, excuse me, is gone after 2021. He might stick around. You never know. That is the main reason why Jalen is gone, though. The guaranteed money next year. That is the main reason why he is gone from this Cowboys team. However, that does not explain the timing of this move, in my opinion. The Cowboys know that they have better linebackers on the roster. The Cowboys know that they have 
Keanu Neal and Michael Parsons, who could be this team's starters. They know that they have Leighton Vanderich, who even though he has had injuries in his career, when healthy, he is not really a bad linebacker, and he can make a lot of good plays. Who do you think will be the starting linebackers against the Giants this week, says Vinny? I, will, I would go with, with Keanu Neal and Micah. Let's see where Mike Parsons is practicing this week because on last Wednesday, he did practice as a linebacker and we did see more of Parsons over there instead of defensive end versus the Panthers. So that might give us a hint. But I, right now, I would bet before the first day of practice, I would bet that Michael Parsons and Keanu Neal are next week's starter, starting linebackers. Money move for another cornerback or edge rusher, says John Albert in the chat. I don't think it is a money move for this season because it really does not open up any cap space for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys will actually eat up a, a dead money after this move. Jay Hill says, Smith still has speed. His eyes are too slow, which causes him not to make plays at the line. But we have seen evidence since the preseason that he does not have very good speed either. We have seen that since 2018, at least, again, in my opinion, and from what I've seen on film. We talked at length, for example, during the preseason about that play versus Chase Edmonds in which Jalen Smith is basically lined up on the edge of the line of scrimmage, uh, of the offensive line, excuse me, and then Leighton Vanderich is lined up as your mic. And Leighton Vanderich catches up with Jalen Smith and leaves him behind even though Jalen is way closer to the play. According to Not To Be Tried, the release of Jalen will improve the locker room because he wanted to be the main character, says Dallas Junk. And I don't personally know anything about that, so I wouldn't want to speculate. But I, I, I cannot tell you. I cannot sit here in front of this camera on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime and tell you that this is purely a financial move because I honestly do not believe it. It, it, it has to have something to do with something locker room related, be it frustrations, maybe not with, maybe not that players hate Jalen Smith or anything like that, but, but maybe that Jalen was indeed unhappy with his role on the Cowboys defense and that the Cowboys wanted to feel more comfortable with Gabriel Cox, with Keanu Neal, Michael Parsons, Leighton Vanderage going forward. I, I cannot rule that out because I truly find the timing of this whole deal a little bit odd. It's straight speed. His problem is changing direction, says Manny Ramos, and he has bad eyes. I wonder if he would franchise if we would franchise tag Randy Gregory, says D Town. I think he's going to have 10 plus sacks for us this year. A franchise tag on Randy Gregory would be a surprise to me. Just because I would be a little bit surprised if they don't reach a, a deal with Randy Gregory. I think that the Cowboys are going to get Gregory signed. And I think that if there's one player I'm counting on to take a hometown discount is Randy Gregory. Because man, have this, has this front office done right by Gregory. That is one of, the few, one, of, one of the few players that I felt a little bit confident that, hey, he might give us a hometown discount. He might give the Cowboys a hometown discount. Uh, do you think Neil is actually a solid linebacker that we can actually trust to make plays, says Vinny. I think that Keanu Neal has played well for the Cowboys this season. Uh, well, of course, he has been gone for the past couple of, of games because of the COVID list thing. But I think that he has, he has shown us good football from his side. 
Can Gabriel Cox play at the NFL level? If he's that good, why has he barely played since the preseason, says Joel? Well, that is part of the reason maybe why the Cowboys are moving on from, from Jalen. I'm not entirely sure how much Cox is going to play moving forward. And maybe he's not ready yet. But Cox was considered by many outside of the Dallas Cowboys media, was considered by many one of the biggest steals in the NFL draft. The thing with Cox is that we just don't know a lot about his level of competition. Of course, he played in the NFC, in the FCS for most of his collegiate career. He played well in LSU when he made the change. I think that Cox has a lot of traits that make him a very interesting player. Crazy change of direction, for example, is one of them. Speaking of something that Jalen actually lacks. What are we getting out of this? Says Cooper. What the Cowboys might be getting out of this is... Number one, you're no longer... This is a good question, and I will try to answer this. What are the Dallas Cowboys... Are, what the Dallas Cowboys are getting from moving on from Jalen after only four weeks in the season? This is what I think they're getting out of this. Number one, you are no longer concerned about the guarantees that Jalen was going to have in 2022. It is no longer a concern. Maybe that was a concern to be worried about in 2022, but the Dallas Cowboys have moved on from Jalen Smith, so something less to think about. That is number one. Number two, you're going to give your younger players, and honestly, your better players maybe, more playing time than Jalen. Jalen was playing in 56% of the team snaps. Micah Parsons has only had one game with over 90% of the snaps, and that came in week four. You want that Parsons snap count to increase as the season goes forward. Keanu Neal is getting back. He's a better player than Jalen Smith. Leighton Vanderich might also be better. And now that the Dallas Cowboys know that Jalen ain't it, now they have more chance, more chances to play Leighton Vanderich and figure out if he has a role within the team beyond 2021. Those are some of the things that the Cowboys are getting out of this. And if there is any real concern that maybe he was frustrated with the team or maybe he was becoming a little bit of a distraction because he wanted an increased role within the Cowboys defense, then you got rid of that as well. So surprising. It is surprising that this happened in week before week five, but it makes a lot of sense though. It makes a lot of sense. And now Terrell Johnson with another question, why not get rid of Van Der Edge instead because he's injury prone and even though I agree that Leighton has been injury prone in his career, honestly, my answer would be Leighton is better. Leighton is a better player than Jalen Smith is right now. A youth movement, says James Stevenson. That is exactly what the Dallas Cowboys are getting out of this. That is how I would answer that. Uh, Manny Ramos says, regarding the Randy Gregory question, a franchise tag, that number is crazy, especially after the TJ Watt deal, the money would be over $20 million. I don't see the Cowboys tagging uh, Gregory. I don't, see them tra I don't see them tagging Gallup either. I don't see them tagging anyone in 2022, to be honest with you guys. I think that we won't see a, a franchise tag next year. We don't save money this year, but next year it will open up some, says TC. We have Hooker, Cassie, and Kears on one-year deals, so maybe we can keep someone next year. Plus, you have, you have a lot of concerns on free agency next season. 
maybe not major concerns like Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, so on and so forth. But you have concerns like Connor Williams. I know many fans do not like Connor Williams, but he might be one of a one option for the Cowboys. They might be convinced about him next season and keep him on a minor deal. The same goes for other players. But anyways, uh, is Trevon Diggs hurt? Asks Joel Wilson. Uh, well, we know that he's dealing with tight with a tight back. First injury report is coming out tomorrow, though. So we will see if he's limited or he misses practice. He was seen getting some heat, uh, you know, heat, heat ointment during the game in the first half, actually. Christy Cowboys reported that uh, over the weekend or on Monday. I think she reported that on Monday. So we will see about Tremont Dix tomorrow. But he is dealing with a tight back. He was dealing with a tight back, and that is why he did not finish the game for the Cowboys last Sunday. Dallas John with a comment saying that there are over 100 people in the YouTube chat room. A lot of people are over as well on Facebook. So make sure you like the video, of course. And as always, share it with your friends if you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Let your friends know that you're watching the show. That is understandable. I hear that I just thought Jalen gave us heart. But if we got, a, we got better players, I understand, says Cooper. That is one thing that the Cowboys fans should not be concerned about, in my opinion. This team has better players at linebacker than Jalen Smith. To me, there is no question about that. If Jalen had a major injury this season, his contract was guaranteed for next season, says Psycho Cowboys fan. Joel Wilson says Basham and Neil are only on one-year deals, correct? That is a fact, too. That is a fact. So, and even more than Basham, my concern would be Keanu Neal. Whew. Crazy, crazy day for Cowboys news, huh? I wouldn't be surprised if they let Connor Williams walk, move Lyle Collins to left guard, and keep Steele at right tackle, says Manny Ramos. I would be surprised about that. I don't think that you want to play around with Lyle Collins. I, want, I think you want to keep him at right tackle. Uh, something just seems odd about the timing. Like something behind the scenes, I get the money and all that, but he wasn't playing horrible this year, and he's paid already, says Daniel. And that is why... That, that is what I feel about this too. I think that something else might have happened, but we are just speculating on that. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is the thing that I think that we should be the most excited about is Michael Parsons' snap counts. Week 1, 78.5%. Week 2, 54.9%. Week 3, 63.8%. And then on week 4, he played in 97.1% of the plays. That number is going to be a new norm for, for Michael Parsons with, with Jalen Smith gone. You want your best Cowboys player, and that is Michael Parsons. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, your best linebacker. Excuse me, your best linebacker. No disrespect to, to Demarcus Lawrence. You want your best linebacker playing all game long, and that is Michael Parsons. Why not keep him as a backup, says Eddie? Because you might even have better backups. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that, that might be the case. And again, this might also be about Jalen Smith wanting an increased role within the Cowboys defense. So, I had some other topics for today's show. We will probably just move the early look with the New York Giants to tomorrow since this was the topic of the show. But just so you are updated as well on other departments of the Dallas Cowboys before I leave you tonight, 
the Cowboys signed another cornerback to the practice squad. And I feel a little bit differently about this one than Holton Hill, who the Cowboys had signed just a few weeks ago. The Cowboys signed Isaiah Johnson, who was a, an interesting prospect out of Houston in 2019. The Cowboys were reportedly very interested in Isaiah Johnson back then. He is a player which I am a little bit more excited about than most fans maybe because he is that kind of player that you got to trust Dan Quinn to feel good about him. Like if Dan Quinn likes Isaiah Johnson, it is because his length, which is elite, he's 6'2", his length, uh, his height, excuse me, which is elite 6'2", you got to be excited about his length as well, 33 inches arms. And he's a player that is raw, and that, that is the reason why he fell in the draft. He's a raw player, but he fits Dan Quinn's mold, in my opinion. He's also a very, a, a very fast player. He's, he plays special teams. He played as a gunner on Houston. And according to Dane Brugler's 2019 NFL Draft Guide, coaches would say that he lives in the film room. So watch out for Isaiah Johnson. He's one of those players that he will start out as a practice squad member. But I think that Isaiah Johnson is one of those who has a shot at actually making the roster at some point. Specifically, specifically because this is a position in which the Cowboys are struggling beyond uh, tra behind Trevon Diggs. I don't think that we can feel super confident about Anthony Brown or even players like Maurice Kennedy. So not that he's going to be a starter or anything like that. But watch out for Isaiah Johnson. He could be part of the rotation at some point late in the season if he works out with Dan Quinn. Quinn likes them tall, skinny, and fast, says Joel Wilson. And Isaiah Johnson is tall, skinny, and fast. So that is why I'm, I'm excited about Johnson. I think that he can be a little bit different. We would have talked more about him if it weren't for the Jalen Smith news. This was actually the main topic of the show. And then, boom, just as the wildcard game was starting... Adam Schefter tweeted out that the Cowboys had released Jalen Smith. I still cannot believe it. I still cannot believe it. Uh, Parsons is the guy. Maybe Jalen didn't want to give, up, give it up to him, says D-Town. Isaiah Johnson, says TV Mac, ran a 4-40-40, a 4-4-40 as well. A fast player. Fast, fast player. Uh, someone was asking about Kelvin Joseph, but I missed the comment. I'm sorry. He's not coming back next week. Uh, that, that is for sure. Mike McCarthy has already said that no player from injury from injured reserve is going to come back. Laquan is sharing this tweet from Calvin Watkins. A source said cutting Jalen Smith was a strictly football decision based. Nothing negative away from the field to prompt this. Says uh, That is what Calvin Watkins reported. I, <laughs> I don't understand. All right, Optimus. All right. <laughs> Uh, nothing negative away from the field to prompt this. That is what Calvin Watkins is reporting. I don't. I, I mean, there's that. At least we know that. We should tell you how the Cowboys feel about Jalen Smith's level of play. Damn. Interesting day for the Dallas Cowboys news. The Turner play last week, he was in at least for a, a very few plays. But he, he was in at least in special teams, if I'm not mistaken. Is the Wolf Hunter the next one to go, says Bal Ballantyne. I don't think that he's going, he's leaving this team this year, but he's fighting for his job. He's playing for his job right now in 2022. If I had to make a bet, I think that he's on the roster next year, though. I don't know. That is how I feel about Leighton Vanderich. 
unless he actually gets injured or something like that. Well, there you go. Those are your Dallas Cowboys news. Big day for the Dallas Cowboys. Big development for the defense. Thank you for joining ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Hope you enjoyed the show. Again, I think that's what the Cowboys are getting out from this move, a youth movement, as someone mentioned in the chat. I think that that was very, very accurate. Next week, your linebackers, starting linebackers might be Keanu Neal and Michael Parsons. These are the better linebackers on the team. These are the best linebackers on the team, in my opinion. Jalen Smith simply did not live up to the expectations for 2021. He was fighting for his job, and he did not do well enough for the Cowboys to feel good about him remaining on the roster after four weeks of the season. No more swiping, says Lasai. Whew. Thank you, TC. Thank you, uh, Val Valentine. Jose Garcia as well. Thank you all for joining the show. It's really great to be here. Uh, make sure you like the video on your way out. And of course, share this show with your friends on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. And make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. That is where you will find the best Cowboys content, the best Mavericks content. And man, looking forward to hearing from you tomorrow night. This was an unexpected show, to be honest with you. Uh, that's why we actually started the show a little bit later than usual. We had to get the notes in order, right? We had to change the graphics and everything. But yeah, we will be here every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you tune in for ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Like the video and head over to adcsports.com slash Dallas. I will see you tomorrow night. Enjoy the, the end of the wildcard game on Major League Baseball. Go Yanks! And we will see you tomorrow night.